0: With us right now Oz Konar Oz you are the founder of Business Lending Blueprint you're found on the web at businesslendingblueprint.com Oz thank you so much for joining us
1: My pleasure Josh great to be here
0: I'm excited to talk about this subject because it's it's a subject that's not talked enough about and I quite frankly I think that there's a lot of mystery out there um there are a lot of marketers out there that are uh you know spending big money on yeah. lots of commercials you know the you know and they always have a a, a spokesperson from shark tank <laughs> 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 so uh just kind of kind of hone in on a couple of brands that yeah, uh that, yeah. that advertise quite heavily um but uh I, i'm excited to talk about this because um I also want to, you know, kind of get around a lot of the mystery in and around business financing, um, because business and and, and my background and why I have a very keen interest in this uh, is that historically, you know, I've been on the consumer side um, doing a lot of consumer education in and around, you know, general philosophy of most certainly consumptive debt reduction. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's not a productive debt, it's a consumptive debt. You know, we we want to avoid that because generally, yeah. you know, um, you know, the more debt you have as a consumer, the bad, the the, the worse it is. You know, generally yeah. higher higher interest rates. You want to avoid that sort of thing. So now, but in the business world, it's a little bit different environment, and um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get into that a little bit. Um, just for someone who's tuning into this, and um, you know, if you want to see, as uh, I know this is your interview, I'm, I'm getting. <laughs> Just one second. Uh, If you want to go, I I was just actually on my YouTube channel. There's a really good video I did. um, If you're interested in this subject, about should you, because there's a lot of stuff we're not going to have time to get into, but should you take a business loan? And um, I did about a 30 minute video where I went through. All of the kind of the, the questions that you really need to ask yourself, uh, particularly if you're on the smaller side of business and should you get a s- small business financing or loan line of credit. And I go through all of that and I go through a lot of the psychological stuff um, that I think is really important in terms of risk tolerance, opportunity, wow. and that sort of thing. So anyway, Oz, thank you so much for joining us. And, and I'm so grateful that you've kind of brought this topic um, that, that we can really kind of geek out on.
1: Absolutely. It's just been a pleasure. I've been following you, so I'm glad that we're here and we're going to be talking about this.
0: So explain what Business Lending Blueprint does.
1: Uh, We're an e-learning platform in the financial services sector, and within that, we're in a niche industry. We uh, train both consumers, business owners, and also business loan brokers on how to do this the right way. Um, like you and I were talking before we started the the, the, the official recording, is that there are a lot of ways that this is mismanaged, and people are being misinformed. So Business Lending Blueprint is a platform where we talk about various different options and how we can train our brokers uh, in a consultative manner, not like the Wolf of Wall Street type of manner, uh, Mm -hmm. helping business owners with different decisions. Like you mentioned, similar to the consumer part, business owners are not really informed on their real options. And what I'm talking about small business owners, which make most of the make up most of the economy out there, right? So as, uh, as Business Lending Blueprint, our duty is to help people build a successful business loan brokerage business uh, in a relatively short amount, short amount of time, but also doing the right thing for the businesses so you have a repeat business coming back. Because small business owners, I mean, you've been in business, I've been in business, They have just a lot going on, right? They're not looking forward to hopping from one bank to another, one broker to another. They just want to build long term relationships. And as they need capital, as they, if they truly need the capital, they have someone to rely on, just like your mortgage person, just like your insurance person. You need, in your role, you need to have a business loan broker in cases of growth, in cases of hardship, in cases of a competitive situation. Uh, And uh, our platform helps people uh, get there and help them both on business building and also understanding this world, which is a like you said before, a relatively mysterious world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um to to kind of talk about um again what business blueprint does, um business uh business So you are typically working with folks. So you're not you don't generally do you do you work with the businesses themselves to provide um lending options, lending education or Just businesslendingblueprint.com, you're working with the brokers so that and training them so that they could provide that service to business owners.
1: Yeah, we definitely work with brokers to help them and train them, provide them the resources, the lenders, the lending options, so they're ready to help business owners. But, um, you know, invariably, we get a lot of traffic from business owners who need the funding because of our online presence and we match them to our brokers in our network so they can get the help that they need. Uh, but yeah, primarily our duty is to help uh, business loan brokers either start in this industry, or maybe they started with one product, Merchant Cash Advance, and they don't know what they're doing, or they're, they're losing, they're leaving a lot of money on the table because they're not aware of all the other options. So we help both existing brokers or uh, brand new brokers, maybe who want to you know, get rid of their corporate job and they want to take a stab at entrepreneurship and build a sustainable business from home.
0: All right. So in a typical role as a, as a business, um, there's a business finance um, broker. um, What type of work are they doing? Um, Aside from obviously, you know, finding people that they can be of help, but what are they able to do in terms of kind of showing up for them? Is it, is it, um, listen, assessing that there is a need, the business, lender, the business owner says, yes, you know, we would definitely like, you know, a hundred thousand dollars to kind of get us, you know, through this growth opportunity or, you know, whatever the, the, the scenario may be. And then the broker then says, well, let me do some research for you, find out all your options and let me help you pick something that's going to be the best option. Is that kind of the idea?
1: Yeah, great question. So our platform is built on um, the idea of giving independence to the business loan brokers, right? We didn't create business uh, lending blueprint so we can sign up some affiliates who would send us deals and we make money off of that. That's not the purpose of that. So we have a couple of different options. One is a business loan broker, we call it the uh, boss mode. They wanna build a business from scratch. So we give them uh, mind maps on the questions they need to ask, the qualification Mm -hmm. process, A, does this business really need funding or is it one of those, yeah, it would be nice to have some money right. or, or do they really need, are they serious about this? The second thing is if that is so, what is their current situation? Are they currently in business? Are they generating any revenue? The credit situation or is this pre-revenue, right? So they can go through that route and we connect them directly with the lenders with no middleman, right? So they work and we have a relationship with these lenders on a, over a dozen different lending options, Once they follow that mind map, it kind of directs them to the right product that is a good fit for this customer. And they connect with the lender and submit the file and the lender processes it. And they close the deal and they have access to the full revenue, full commission without any middleman. The other option is more like a passive option. So if if someone is really good at generating leads and finding opportunities, but they're not super interested in becoming the consultative business loan broker, they want to pass it off to the experts. We have partners who take over the information that you provide to them uh, as a lead generator. They reach out to the client, match them against again multiple products, and then you make your commission. You don't make the full commission, obviously, uh, but you are at least in the business of generating leads for the uh, for the other brokers or for our partners, right? So you have two different options, and the third option is working side by side with people who've been in the industry for a while, like we call it the mentorship route. So you work together with that person and they show you how you do things. They've been in business for 10 plus years. They know how to bring the right product to the conversation, whether it's real estate or credit or non-credit related funding options. So it's like a three-legged stool in in our system. It depends on the individual and what they want to accomplish. Uh, So for that reason, it's a platform, not just for submitting leads, but actually building an actual business with direct connection to the lenders, which would... Probably be t- we should be taking someone maybe a few months to a few years to figure it out on their own. And as you know, most lenders do not really accept brand new brokers without any prior relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's what we provide to all of these people. Yeah.
0: So um, Oz, let's talk about the current state of the business lending world because, as we referenced earlier. It's very noisy. There's a lot of, uh, uh, listen, there's a lot of misinformation, okay. uh, in my opinion. I think that there are a lot of, unfortunately, I think there are a lot of sharks out there. Um, mm-hmm. Business owners do not have the same consumer protection that other consumer uh, consumers would have if they're seeking a consumer lender or, you know, debt, debt restructuring, you know, credit card, that sort of thing. There are yeah. certain protections in place for consumers that just don't exist when it comes for business. So, right. unfortunately- um, it, it's not unheard of. And I've been in, I've been at events. I've been in sessions where people have told their story and because of, um, you know, bad factoring deals or um, and maybe there are even worse things that are out yeah. there. Um, they can really get themselves in a pickle. So the thing with the business, right, is there are those situations where they say, listen, if I can just get over the, it's, it's, you know, they, let's say they have money that's inbound, right? They have the bill, blah, 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 blah. There's lots of scenarios that make it a, a, a low risk um situation in order for them to have access to, to get, get to gain capital to help them over like a, a two-month hump until they can you know get a you know a client to pay them or whatever yeah. like there, there's situations like that but unfortunately a lot of those quick and easy fast money kind of like we'll fund you in 24 hours kind of situation um if you're not careful it gets really really scary
1: yes absolutely and it goes back to the reason why, honestly, we put together a business lending blueprint because I am from the industry. I used to be a loan broker and I used to sell this uh, you know, door-to-door, like different lending options. And I became a marketer and I was working one-on-one with these big ISO shops, they, they call themselves, like right? that they are like merchant cash advance shops in New York City and Wall Street. They all have like 10, 15, 20 employees on the floor dialing every single day. And we would provide guidance and coaching to them on the marketing. And one thing I noticed is that No matter who they talk to, regardless of that business's current situation, they would try to pitch Merchant Cash Advance. Now, Merchant Cash Advance has a place for sure, but for most businesses, it can be, like you mentioned, it could be a dangerous option because, yeah, you can fund that business the very next day, but the interest rates are not even, they're not even interest rates, it's factor rate, it's pretty expensive. So it's a good fit for certain type of businesses. But I noticed a lot of these brokers were just pitching it because that's the deal that would generate the highest amount of revenue and commissions for them, regardless of the situation the business is in. And I've noticed a lot of times you have this perfect candidate, for example, for an SBA loan, which is long term, low interest rate. And these guys are setting up that client with a merchant cash advance. So it's very difficult for that business to survive paying that off when they were in a great situation to get qualified for a government back. Low interest funding option, right? But when I, you know, uh, push them to face to the reality, they, a lot of times the brokers would say, Well, we don't understand that product. We just understand mm-hmm. one thing and one thing only, right? Yeah. So I noticed that it would be very difficult to transform this industry one business at a time. Instead, I said, Why won't we just put together a training showing the different options based on where the merchant is before we go through with the last resort, which is sometimes merchant cash advance, right? Mm-hmm. Why, don't have, why don't we have the brokers first understand what it is that they're offering? So that this truly turns into a consultative process versus someone pitching a 40% interest deal to some business who might be okay mm-hmm. without it, or they have other options if they were knowledgeable about, about it. Yeah.
0: And and so I want to go through a couple of best practices um, that maybe we can recommend for just about any business owner out there. And I can tell you, like, this is solid gold advice. And I've heard this consistently is even if you don't need it, especially if you don't need it, uh, and especially if times are good right now, get a line of credit. Establish that. Now, do it when times are good. You might not ever need it. But in the bizarre circumstance, (laughs) you know, that you would in the next year or two, Mm -hmm. you will thank me for having established that now. Because when you don't want to be asking for money is when you need it. (laughs) Yeah. Ask for money when you don't need it, and you will generally get the most favorable terms. Set it aside, forget about it if you want to for now. Um, but you'll again years from now, you'll thank me when you followed that advice uh, to go get that established. Um, share, I'd love, I'd love your perspective on that.
1: Yeah, I, I love that. But who would have thought that we would be going through a pandemic, right? So everything was going well for most businesses, for for most states and most industries. And line of credit is an amazing advice because it takes time to build that. It can't be an emergency thing. That It can't be just your go-to option last minute when you're drowning, right? So that's usually when you're drowning, you don't have any other option. Then you go through the options, like we mentioned, that might not be most favorable for your business in the long term. So it's definitely a great idea. Even if things are fine right now and you're, you're prospering, just talk to your bank. Um, you know, talk to other banks and find out and some lenders who would establish that line of credit for you. So when you do need it, I mean, you know, there are a lot of favorable options out there and you want to build that up for you. And let's say two years from now, uh, you need it. You can have access to a ton of cash. And some of them, if you are, if you, you really take care of this, it could be the amount of half a million, a million. And this is for small businesses, right? So mm-hmm. unbelievable amounts at a very favorable rates and terms that you will not be able to find anywhere else.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, another thing, too, I I should also say this, and we kind of alluded to this already. um, The difference between consumptive and productive debt. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So, uh, like, consumptive debt usually covers, like, individual civilians who just, you know, get debt and they go buy some Louis Vuitton bags, right? So they cannot convert it into more money in business. People really do not think about this. They, see it, they say, oh, I'm gonna, of course, I'm going to use it in my business, right? But have you really thought that through, right? Is that the loan that you're taking out, let's say you're paying on an average 10% interest. Do you know that with that amount, you'll be making more than 10%? Because you're going to have to pay it back at some point, right? So you have to look at debt in two categories, good and bad, right? In very basic terms. So before you decide that I need more money, you got to decide why you, why you need it. What are you going to do with the money? That's one of the top questions, top two questions we always ask. Why are you looking for funds? And let's assume we get you the funds. What are you going to be doing with that? I'll be doing marketing. I'll be doing this. I'll be, I'll be, you know. So they they might have different reasons. So as a business owner, your responsibility, know and accept upfront that you're going to pay something to borrow this money. Do you have a strategy that will help you make more than what you're going to be paying back? If you're not sure about it you might as well not need that right away. Or you might look for other solutions that's not going to be as costly to you. A lot of times this is becomes an emotional uh, decision. That's what right. leads to a consumptive debt situation because they think that I, I need this right away and someone can give it to me in 24 hours, I'll go around and get it. We'll figure out a way to pay it back. Um, most likely you won't figure out a, pay, a way to uh, pay it back. You're being overly... Um, optimistic. You need to develop that strategy before you sign that paperwork, you sign that contract. That's how you turn good debt into profits and a growing company, prospering company. And once you develop those principles, you can scale your business really, really fast by taking advantage of debt. It's there there for a reason. I don't have anything against it. It's just most of the time, people, uh, most businesses do not really understand specifically what they're going to do with the money, Right. So it's really, really important to build those habits and disciplines ahead mm-hmm. of
0: time. Yeah. You know, and so, I, I, you know, my first company, um, Savings Angel, completely bootstrapped. I am mean, i just, I started it broke, it super yeah. broke. And I got, I, and I, I busted my tail. I got lucky in a couple of things. Um, and it ended up becoming a seven figure company. Same mm. thing. So of uh, uh, my influence, um, You know, we actually acquired an SBA loan. It was, you know, under $100,000, not significant. But because of that, we're able to create our second seven-figure company. And had I not had that, listen, I probably still would have done it. It probably would have just taken about a year or two longer. So all it did is just gave me the resources so that I could get out to market a lot faster. And when you think about this, right? If I look at like if you get a great a a great loan on great terms, especially if it's long term, Mm -hmm. like my monthly, uh, uh, you know, my monthly (laughs) thing that I have to take care of for that, my monthly payment is I want to say about seven hundred something to eight hundred dollars or something like that. So you think about that, and if I uh, yes, I'm going to be paying for that for quite some time, but my ability to out earn that monthly payment is. (laughs) It's orders of magnitude. The $800 is nothing. Is nothing to me compared to the 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 advantage that that gave me. So in that case, it was a very very smart. Although I was a little bit scared uh, sure. initially. I'm like, wow. Oh. But again, you got to think about if you're going to be in business long term. You're in for the long haul. Yeah. You legitimately have a great product service. Like and 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 and, and a great question I heard ask me. kassar from Multifunding asked this. Like if I were to give you a million dollars. What would you do with it? Mm -hmm. Where where would you put it? You know, would you put it all in a 401k or would you invest it in your business? Mm -hmm. If you believe you can out earn a 401k in your business, you might want to ask yourself some further questions about that, you know, and ask certainly ask questions about risk tolerance and that sort of thing. Um, But that's a good indication that you might be onto something and you got, you should be, uh, you've brought this up too. You should be very thoughtful about that. Maybe get some objective, you know, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't want to make a bad investment because uh, you don't want to be saddled with that. But if you have a, if you got a great thing going, you got a good track record, you got great customers, you got a great marketing plan, like your business plan is rock solid and validated yeah. and that sort of thing. do no, no, you know, surround That's yourself with some smart concept. people.
1: I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, no. I was just going to say, you know, the next step is surround yourself with smart people, um, you know, are going to be objectively giving you some good advice on maybe some, of uh, you know, some paths you can now take.
1: That's so important. Yeah. Proximity is power, right? You got to surround yourself with people who are going to be objective, but also who are business owners, like getting advice from a friend of yours from high school who never owned a business might not be <laughs> the best idea for your next venture. And also before you, as anyone takes a, a large amount of debt, you got to make sure that your business has the proof of concept, right? So in your mind, if you play that scenario, it might be looking like a great multi-million-dollar business, but in actuality, do you have any facts that supports that? Have you sold this at all, like whatever you're selling it, right? Because it's you know I usually hear the stories that I'll take this money, I'll put it in marketing, we'll turn it into like 10x. Well, have you sold your product before? No, no, no. We're in the process of developing that product. So there's just a lot of unknowns right there. Just because it sounds good to you, marketplace doesn't care about your feelings, right? Marketplace is marketplace. It it, it is ruled by different different rules than our emotions most of the time. Obviously, your business is your baby. You think it's the best thing that you came up with in your life, but it's not always the case which uh, thus gives us the highest failure rate for small businesses, right? Because there's a Mm -hmm. lot of mismatch between what you think the market needs and what the market is going to pay for. For that reason, it's always important to bootstrap, if possible, to get a proof of concept, to get acquired yes. couple customers, get feedback, get V2, V3 of your product, whatever you're selling—physical product or or even if you own a restaurant. Just make sure that you can convert that more dollars into even more dollars. Before you do that, if you're just going by a theory in your mind, or you're, maybe your your mom is supporting you, your wife is supporting you, but you're not there yet, right? So you got to be very, very careful before you take on that debt. You have to pay back either in the next year, 10 years, 15 years, because it won't just disappear by itself. But in cases like that, when you have a proof of concept, where you know that, ah, this is going to only cost me $800 a month, and it's just a matter of one campaign for me to quadruple that, then it's a good debt that you guys sign off on that and start immediately.
0: Yeah. You know, you go into like a, you know, even something is still, you know, it's, Hollywood, you know, it's made for TV or whatever, but you know, you go to shark tank and what's the, one of the first questions they're going to ask is what are your sales? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, That's all they really want to know. Yeah. Is this, is this a sure bet? Or yeah. is this going to be, you know, super risky? Cause if it's super risky, um, You know, you're asking for my money. It's not proven. So you should, you know, again, some of those same tests you should run on yourself. And I love the idea of, you know, get an MVP put together, get it out to market because the market is going to let us know far better than I agree. Like, I guarantee uh, I I could put a a post on Facebook and I could say, I'm going to follow my dreams of starting a food truck. Uh What do you all think? (laughs) What do you think? Everyone's going to they love you. They're going to yeah, oh, Of, of course, course, go for it. Follow sure. your dreams. Do your thing. Yeah. Horrible business advice, but people, you're not going to get good feedback in that environment. Um, you know, I think um you know, if you're earlier stage, I like think Pat Flynn, Will It Fly is a good book. There's a lot of other good books for like Absolutely. truly vetting and getting, you know, doing market research. And that's all a part of that. Um, Just being excited and enthusiastic about a good idea or about an idea is not, that's you know, just because you feel good about something that does not make it true. And that does not make it a good idea. So Absolutely, that's is, not what you want to rely on.
1: There is no shortage of good ideas, right? You can no. find a lot of them on social media, like you said, go post and ask people so about some business ideas. We're going to have 500 people posting about the greatest business idea. And I guarantee you 99% of them haven't done it themselves. It's just it's it's a great business idea for them. That's how yeah. I honestly failed in my first two businesses. Like you know, I was getting yeah. approved from friends and family, they're like, You got this, man. This is a good yep. plan. Just move forward with it. Yep. And when I move forward, the market totally rejected the idea. It's like a slap in the face. They're like, what just happened? I thought we were gonna this was gonna be a smooth transition. It has yeah. not been. So it's really, really important that you have objective, results-oriented uh, thoughts on this or actual facts on the business before you even consider getting more money from third parties.
0: Mm hmm. Well, listen, what we need in the marketplace are more good guys and good gals um, who are truly advocating for businesses out there. They're not just out trying to make a quick buck on commission or whatever. Um, we need good people in the field that can help good business owners um, truly help them do the good work. Um, so businesslendingblueprint.com, someone who's, hey, I might be interested in advocating for a small business. Um, Oz, what do they do?
1: Uh, they should definitely should we have a lot of free content. So we're not pushing anyone to be a broker or get a loan. We have a lot of free content on our website, they should definitely check it out. Follow us on our YouTube channel. And we respond to every email so if you're even if you're considering getting a loan and you're not really sure if that's a good option just reach out to us and we'll, we'll give mm-hmm. you our honest opinion we're not going to pitch you anything just we want to make sure that you're in good hands with the people that you're working with and you're not making a mistake that you will you will regret even five years from now it's really really important some decisions their consequences is kind of long-term. Dealing with money the wrong way is one of those, right? Certain things you can recover from, but making a huge financial mistake is tough to recover from that uh, for your business. And it's really, really important. Don't take it lightly.
0: Oz Konar, businesslendingblueprint.com. Oz, thank you so much for joining us.
1: My pleasure, Josh. Great to be here.